Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio. It is Thursday, and we are getting closer and closer to the weekend, my man. All right, so Arkansas Razorbacks, College World Series, they played yesterday. Please tell me they're still in. They are still in by the hair on their little snouty snout. (laughs) Hell of a game last night. Playing Ole Miss, and Arkansas had the lead the entire game. But 3-1, Arkansas was the visiting team last night. Playing Ole Miss, and uh, this is a heck of a rivalry. They're Southeastern Conference members, so they played during the regular season. Anyway, get down to the last of the ninth inning. Arkansas leads 3-1. First batter up, first pitch, base hit to right field. One on, nobody out. Arkansas pitchers hit the next two batters. Bases loaded, nobody out. Nerves. Ole Miss fans are going wild. They got this game won. It was. It was a choke job. So here, Arkansas goes to the pitcher they did not want to have to use. They need to keep these guys rested. After all, there's still more competition, at least they hope there was. But in their case, no tomorrow. Yeah, it's do or die. This guy comes in, strikes out the next two, a real good pitcher. Then Ole Miss gets a run on an infield hit. Three to two, crowds going wild. Final batter, line drive to left field, out. Arkansas wins three to two. They play again tonight. Same two teams, Arkansas and Ole Miss, each have one loss. And the winner will play Oklahoma. The Sooners have gone through this thing undefeated, unseated, but they've gone through undefeated, beat Texas A&M yesterday. So Oklahoma is lying in wait to start Saturday. And then you throw the records out because it's best of three no matter what. Yeah. But uh, 6 o'clock tonight is when they play again, Arkansas Ole Miss, and this time it's winner take all. God, nothing sucks the air out of a, out of a ballpark like the those – Oh, my God, they're going to – oh, my God, he's out. <laughs> yeah, I know you've seen it a million times, but it just it, it just always makes me laugh. It, do, it doesn't when it's your team, but it, when it's someone else's team, it always kind of makes me laugh a little bit. All right, uh, definitely a sad day in pro football yesterday, man. Especially for the Baltimore Ravens. The, their organization hit with two totally – of course, and no passing is ever expected, but these were – Really unexpected. First of all, the linebacker, 26-year-old. This is Jalen Ferguson, kid out of Louisiana Tech, who played with the Ravens for three years. Key member of their defense, suddenly found deceased. Uh, the coroner has given no reason for it. Natural causes is what I heard. Natural I, causes. I, at 26 but, years old? But natural causes can involve a lot of things. Yeah. And you can't make them public. So what that means is something other than homicide. Uh, so in this case, it was... Natural causes. And then you get the goose, Tony Saragusa. Mm-hmm. Tony Saragusa, folks, was <laughs> one of a kind, really good defensive player in his days with the Colts and the Ravens. And he was with the Ravens on their defensive line when they won the Super Bowl back in the early 2000s. He and Ray Lewis were real, real good defensive players. Saragusa changed his game, so to speak, after he retired and went to the sidelines. And he was a Fox Sports sideline commentator. The guy had nothing but humor about him. Tremendously funny. Big, big, uh, I have to say overweight. He's 300 and some pounds. But very funny. Great remarks to make. And he made that into a TV career because he appeared on a number of shows. He passed away yesterday, age of 55, completely unexpected. You talk about a sad day for football, for, for all Ravens sports, fans, and the Ravens man. organization. That, yeah. that is a tough, tough hit. Um, in both, just I got the first notification, and I was like twenty. I think the I think uh, the younger one was first, and then yeah, he was. Then then like a lot like an hour later, I got another one, and I thought. 
well, maybe they're reposting. I was like, oh my goodness gracious, it's somebody else. I couldn't, Ed, that's just crazy. All right, let's talk about something good, Ned. Good. Depressing good, me good, way good. too much. NASCAR, where are they at this weekend? They are in Nashville, Tennessee, at this huge Nashville super speedway, and this is a very big deal. 400-mile race, and it is such a big deal. First of all, they change now from Fox Sports to NBC. It's a mid-year change. It's part of their contract. NBC picks this one up for television, and they start the race late in Sunday, uh, late Sunday afternoon and move it into Sunday evening for partial prime time. Big race, great speedway. They'll have a huge crowd there, but the 400-mile uh, race is what they have, and that super speedway is very nice. It's a, a big of, deal. A lot of people are going to be staying up late Sunday night because sometimes <laughs> those things go late. So St. Louis Cardinals and Royals playing yesterday. And Springfield Cardinals played yesterday afternoon, so we had some very interesting action. The St. Louis Cardinals, I'll tell you, Goldschmidt and Arnado, they are not products of the Cardinals system. They were brought in. They're worth their, worth their well, weight. Well, Goldsmith was just NL Player of the Week, wasn't he, or month? Uh, he Player of the Month. But yeah, yeah. Uh, he's hit the ball all over the line. Had his 17th home run. He's not a home run hitter. At 17th home run, Arnado had his 14th last night. The Cardinals just did hold on, but they wins a win. Beat the Milwaukee Brewers 5-4 to four last night. So there's a win for the Cardinals. Kansas City Royals. I'd lo- <laughs> this is a paradox if there ever was one. The night before, the Royals won 12-11. But Shoei Otani had eight RBIs, eight of the Angels' 11 runs. The guy hit two monstrous home runs. Tried to win the game by himself, honestly. Almost did. (laughs) Last night, he did win it by himself. He pitched last night. This is less than 24 hours after he's done all the hitting. This guy's a freak. I'm telling you, he's worth the price of admission. He pitched eight innings, struck out 13 Kansas City Royals, shut him out, left in the ninth inning, of course. 5-0, Angels win the game, and... Boy, they don't want to see any more of Shoei Otani again. He's the MVP of the league from last year, and he is a big-time star. You know, you know that was going through his head yesterday after that, (laughs) losing that game that close and all the stuff that he did. And his mind was like, none of you are going to hit tomorrow. None of you. Springfield Cardinals made it six wins in their last ten games. Got a win over the Northwest Arkansas Naturals yesterday, 9-6. to six. The team's playing a lot better baseball. And they, after this series with Springdale, they come home with Wichita coming here to town. Good stuff. Uh, it was just in time for the uh, fourth holiday, too. So yes. that's always a blast. Yes. All right. Um, Tampa Bay back out on the ropes again, aren't they, after last night? Yeah, and they claim they shouldn't be, but they are. Overtime, 2-2, of course, it's sudden death. And Nassim Kadre, who's kind of a controversial player for the Colorado Avalanche, he's the one who got into it with Jordan Bennington of the St. Louis Blues. But over and above that, he's been out of action because of a thumb injury. Well, they put him back in last night, skating down ice in the overtime, flipped a backhand shot at the goal, and it was judged to have gone in. He didn't think it did. He thought the goalie caught it. But in fact, it trickled off the goalie's glove and into the across the line and into the net. And Colorado gets the win, three to two. They now have the Avalanche. This is, they are they in this case. The Avalanche have a three games to one lead and go back to Denver. And they'd love to hoist the Stanley Cup in Denver. And that will be on Friday night. Exciting stuff. And then uh, we are now into the NBA draft this week. It's um, tonight. It, uh, yeah, and we, uh, you mentioned a local connection, Orlando Magic, guy used to work here. John Hammond. Um, 
What do you think they're going to pick well, up? Well, I think they get the kid from Duke, uh, Pablo Banchero. I think he will probably be the first one. That's a guess. It could be anybody. There are any number of candidates out there, but the Magic do have number one. Starts at 630. It's from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Now, there are only two rounds to the NBA draft. And when you boil it all down, that means 60 players will be chosen, but not this year. <laughs> it will be 59 players who are chosen, and that is because the Milwaukee Bucks have had one of their draft choices, this one, the second round draft choice, taken away from them because they tampered illegally with a player. They didn't know they were doing it, but NFL, I beg your pardon, NBA, decided that they were and uh, took away a draft choice. So 59 players will be chosen over a period of two rounds, probably lasting about three hours, all designed for TV. Starts at 6.30 tonight. Well, uh, they're trying to be like the NFL, but uh, probably not going to get there just (laughs) yet. They haven't claimed a whole town to do it. Ned, you have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow, sir.